Hey, flippers and mumpers, welcome to the Flips and Mumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money. The flips are making that money and the bumps they face in the road along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. Yeah, email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. And most importantly, just listen to us. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcasts from, which does include YouTube for all you peepers out there. You enjoy peeping? And head on over to youtube.com slash at flipsandbumpspodcast. And you can just head on over to our channel, subscribe, turn on those notifications if that's something you like to do. Anyway, there's two of us on this podcast, and we like to call ourselves the Thrift Seekers. Individually, I'm the host of this show. My name is Sasha, and I'm joined by my dear friend, the Video Game Whisperer. The whole flipping show, and the nomad who is my bro-mad. It's Pee-wee. Hey, call me a peeper as well. What's going on? What up, peepers? Oh, are you a YouTube guy? Do you watch YouTube re- regularly? Uh, no, but I have started in the past, let's say, six months to a year to watch uh-huh. maybe like five videos a, a month or something. Five videos a month. My, jeez, oh, I watch YouTube way more than. I mean, I watch maybe two hours of uh, cable television a month i watch probably four hours of youtube every night that's a problem i think uh i I think it's fine it's it's i'm using that time to like decompress and it's i'm it's that or like netflix or hulu or whatever and it's yeah it's all the same i'm all the same right yeah it's i just think youtube has a lot more like variety in content and a lot more like they're the creators on there put out a lot more consistent content. Like, look at us. We put out content every week. If, you, if you're if you interested in what we're doing here, you can find a new episode of our show every week. And uh, without a break, without season breaks, without anything like that. And uh, I, I like that. I like that format. I'm with you. I, I think if it was a little bit more, uh, like, sometimes I watch it. I have a Roku downstairs, and so I'll turn on the YouTube on the Roku. But I always forget about YouTube. I'm always Oh, watching. I love YouTube. Uh, my wife watches TV. I don't really watch TV. This is going to sound stupid, but I read books like while she's okay. watching TV or like when she leaves the room, I turn the TV off because like there's not, not too much I really want to watch. I want to watch old Night Court. That's not on yeah, TV. Yeah, Night Court you know I mean? and uh, and King of Queens. Sign me up. Two Broke Girls, I'm in. You, really? Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. Are you, a, are you a Big Bang Theory guy? No. No, I like good shows. Okay, I was uh, still that. I chalk Big Bang Theory up with, right up there with Two Broke Girls. I like Two Broke Girls because it's just uh, it's dumb, but it's a little bit raunchy, and, and okay. you know, uh, there's attractive women involved. That's you know my middle name, <laughs> Sasha. Attractive women, <laughs> my last name. Okay, all right, fair, fair, fair. Anyway, how you feeling, Pee Wee? Are we wasting enough time here? Yeah, I think we've wasted plenty enough time. We are, guys, our weekly peek behind the curtain. It is well past our normal recording time on Sunday evening. I got home very late today after a show, and uh, we are just trying to squeeze this episode in. So if it's short, I apologize. That's completely my fault. If it's long, I apologize because I'm sure it's one of us talking longer than we should be. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't be a long episode. If it is, that's a big problem. We'll see. I did have a good week GST-wise. Okay, I was going to say, I don't have good GST, and if you don't, then we could call this episode Two Broke Guys. (laughs) I don't know how how well I'll do financially on it, but it's fun stuff for me. All right, then we're calling this episode Everybody Loves Pee-Wee. Perfect. Even better. 
uh, married with uh, one child. Anyway, I'm on the clock. If you're new to this show, we apologize for the first three minutes. But what on the clock means is I'm going to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world. And when I am done, Pee Wee will get his opportunity to do the same. Not too much to talk about here. I got one email and then one interesting thing that happened to me. Uh, I'll start off with the interesting thing that happened. We talked last week about international sales and how the global shipping program is kind of gone. Did you get any email updates? No emails, but I do see notifications on the desktop version that say there's a new international shipping program, whatever. Um, you click here for more details, blah, blah, blah. So I, I haven't done anything with it yet. I actually had a guy message me from Brazil earlier this week asking me if I could change the settings on one of my listings so it could deliver to Brazil. Um, so I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it or if Brazil is just not included in the global, global shipping program or how it works. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm still, I'm not completely uh, transferred over in, the, in whatever they're doing. Well, and here's the thing that happened to me. Uh, it kind of goes along with exactly what you're saying. I got a message from somebody who was like, hey, can you turn on uh, international shipping? And I was like, let me look at the item. It was it, the item was that um, Invader Zim or whatever it was called, the Nickelodeon oh, yeah, the Hot Topic. Hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the green hat sold already, and then this was for the gloves that uh, the other oh, object nice. or whatever. Okay, cool. And so the guy was like, "Hey, uh, can you turn on international shipping?" And I was like, "It's already on." Uh, I didn't tell him that, but I went. I looked at my thing, and I was like. It already says it's on. I accept. Now, when you say that it's it's not the global shipping program, it's whatever the new thing is. Yeah, and so what? Okay. What the new thing is for me when I look on my phone, it just it's no longer global shipping. It says eBay international shipping or whatever it's called. Okay. But there's also a thing that you can change if you want to accept returns, and then it still does the thing where it says you know buyer paid or seller paid. So I think you still have the option if you want to take care of returns rather than what I believe the the new rule is, is just eBay is taking care of international returns. So they'll deal with the product and, and they just pay you know, like you keep the money and they will return the money to the seller as long as they return the item to eBay. That's what I think it is. I still am kind of unclear, but you're given this little option under the, the shipping thing. So here's the thing. The guy had already made me an offer. I accepted the offer. And then he was like, can you turn on international shipping? And I was like, let me take a look at this thing because it should have already been on. I took a look. It already was on. And then I told him, I said, look, international shipping is on on my side. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cancel this transaction and I will uh, put it up at different price the price what that was he asking if he already accepted he already accepted the offer he accepted the offer he How sent was... an offer i accepted the offer did he pay no and that's where we oh, were in okay. that and middle it, area it's like before i pay can you turn on the show oh, interesting okay because he made this offer i accepted the offer and then he wasn't allowed to check out because it said you know on his Man, end so messed up yeah and so I was like, okay, I'm going to put the item up at the agreed upon price that we just had. And I will, you know, change the shipping or whatever. Well, yeah. I went in and I looked at it and there was nothing for me to change. So I literally just reposted it at the new price. Uh-huh. And then I looked at his profile and it said 
the numbers at the bottom said, you know, like zip code. And then it says where it is. And the zip code was like 400321, right? So there was an extra number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was an American zip code. But it said comma IL. So I was like, wait, is this in Illinois? But it's six number. I'm like, this has to be something on his end. I, you know what I mean? Like something's going wrong. Maybe eBay is like, you can't your zip code is invalid or, or you know, something weird, weird okay. was going on. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I changed it. I posted the thing and he goes, okay, it works. And he paid immediately. And it turns out he's from Israel, which okay, apparently has the same, uh, you know, alphabet code as Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that works. And he goes, yeah, it, it shows me the option now to pay for it or whatever. And I said, okay. And he sent a screenshot that it actually showed the international shipping part. So I didn't change anything of the international shipping. All I did was I had to repost, uh, you know, with a different price or whatever. But that had me a little bit worried because uh, are all my listings now defunct or whatever? Like, are, yeah. But of course, you know, if somebody really wants it, they'll message you. They'll send you a message and say, hey, turn, can you do this? I think our buddy Goff, I was having a conversation with, I believe it was him. And I think he had the same thing where somebody was like, I'm in Canada. Can you do international shipping and he was like i'm pretty sure it already does it automatically and canada is on the list of like acceptable countries or or whatever it was uh so yeah. so i don't know I, I don't know if there's a little glitch going on i don't know if there's something that we need to do on our ends to change it but if you're out there and somebody's asking you about international shipping and you think you already have it it might just be worth ending that listing selling similar and just reposting it uh to try and get through that because I, I didn't change anything except the price nothing with shipping nothing with any other options and it worked no problem that's so weird yeah I, like i said i haven't gotten to the point where that international shipping thing is an option for me um the only i've had the like i said the guy reach out in the past week and ask if i can turn on shipping to brazil or wherever mm -hmm. it was um the all I when I get those emails because I can't do anything right like what am I gonna do I've already got global shipping program enabled I can't do anything more um, when I get those requests I just say I use eBay's global shipping program if it's not allowing you to check out that's because your country is not included in the global shipping program if you have further questions contact eBay also you are very against Brazilians so you may have just I just know, x them out yeah right? completely refuse to sell to Brazilians that's correct. Um, we also have an email this week I wanted to get to. Uh, this is from our buddy Rod, a.k.a. Hot Rod. Uh, it's a little bit long of an email, so Rod, I'm going to do some creative uh, editing right here. Uh, but basically, he wanted to give us a couple tips, interesting things that he got. And it's basically, I mean, overall, the, the tip is like uh, relationships are pretty important when it comes to flipping. So uh, here's a couple things he had to say. A few tips I have that have gotten me some good deals. If you have a bin store, get in good with them. So a good Goodwill bin store, uh, you know, we don't have one near us. And that, you know, have you, you've been to the Rockford one? Yeah. Uh, any success at the Rockford one? How many times have you been Zero. there? Zero. I, don't, I mean, I've been there. Last time I went there was like four years ago. Okay. 
So the Goodwill bin stores, it's all by weight, pretty much. You you fill up your cart, and then they do per pound or something like that. Or yeah, 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 that's exactly uh, right. And uh, and we don't have any of those near us, so it would you know it would be a hike to get there. It's about an hour and fifteen minutes or so drive from my house if I'm driving pretty quickly, and I, and I drive slow, so you know I get lost. I'm gonna stop in Belvedere, Illinois. There's all kinds of things that that are keeping me from going to the bin store. But he says, uh, so if you have a bin store, get in good with them. The one close to my cou- my house has occasional quarter days where all clothing and items are 25 cents each. Mine sells new Target clothing, and they will sell it to me for 15 cents to 20 cents per item if I buy 100 or more. The clothes are tagged and may have closeout stickers on them, but many retail for $15 or more. I usually sell them at half the sticker price plus postage and can pay for a hundred pieces of clothing with basically two or three sales. Another advantage is sometimes they have extra merchandise pallets that they sell to me. Um, this guy's crushing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all excellent if you can have it. I think about the bin stores all the time because I'm spending four dollars, five dollars on shirts and hoodies, and and I just yeah. imagine just clothes. You have to kill it there. I would imagine. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. He says, the next item I have for a tip is storage. Um, I fortunately got in with my storage unit place since I rent from them already. This guy's networking all over the place. Yeah. I mean, do do what you got to do. Now, I don't know that this would work near us. And Hot Rod, you got to tell us where you live. Are you in a, you know, area with like 100 people? Uh, uh, But let me go on. He says... um, the next item I have a tip is storage. I fortunately got in with the storage unit place since I rent from them. I asked if they ever needed any help around the place to let me know, and that has turned into a gold mine because they let me clean out the units, and I get fifty bucks for my troubles, and get to keep whatever I find. Wow. So he's created a job basically for himself, and then you know the additional stuff to flip. He says my best unit so far had a three wheel recumbent bike that sells new for about five grand. It was used, and I took it to a bike shop and got offered 1500 for it. So I just wanted to share a few tips uh, that I'd learned, and thanks again for the great podcast. I know how hard it is to keep going, but believe me, you guys really do a fantastic job, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Hot Rod. Thank you, Hot Rod. But yeah, I that's, think... That's impressive, but I need to know the how. I need, I need to know, like, I, I, wanna, I want more information as far as, like, how, how are you getting in at these Goodwill bin shops? How are you getting in with these storage? You know what I mean? The, what, what are your thoughts on the email? Uh, I, I'm with you. It's just like, hey, uh, you know, talk to a factory and get in with the fact. But, right, exactly. But the thing is the, that you can take from it, the, the macro of the whole thing is that the relationships that you make in this matter. So when you go to a place and you don't talk to people, oh, absolutely. it can only hurt you. Uh, I know, and, and flippers are, I would say, if I'm stereotyping, most flippers don't like talking to people. They like the fact that flipping can be done by themselves, that they point. don't have to do you know anything with anybody else. Uh, myself included it's like a nice part of it is like you're on your own you work at your own pace you do your own thing but the more you talk to people the more you figure stuff out the more you build relationships i think people are afraid of building relationships too because what if something happens and it fails and blah 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 i'm the same exact way but uh i've tried a little bit more to be more open over the past couple years if you go back 10 years 
forget it. I'm not talking to anybody in any goodwill or any storage place. You know what I'm saying? Like the point of this email is to just try and be more open with people and see what comes from it. Okay, that's fair. That's that's. I and the reason why I said it might not work near us is uh, I've looked into storage auctions. I have so many storage auctions within miles of my house on a consistent basis. And I always want, like, that's one of the things where I was like, I want to try doing that. Um, I just, I never have gotten around to it. And of course it had its big moment, you know, storage wars on TV. And now everybody thinks that like, you know, there's just gold bars in every single, you know, storage unit or whatever. But like around us, the, the people who don't pay for their storage unit, that stuff goes to auction. There's websites that go to auction. Cube Smart is one that's like close to our house over here. I mean, literally two miles from my house, there's one that has an auction. It's every month, but consistently every month, many units. And that same company, you know, it's a chain of them. They're all over the place. All of them are doing these online auctions for this stuff. Sure. So, I mean, if you're finding a storage facility that is not a chain that's yeah, gonna you need like a mom and pop yeah like thing. same thing like you find your thrift stores that are that way you find your pawn shops that are that way and those are generally better than if you're going to the chain places um but yeah i mean around us all this stuff is it's chain it's chain it's like impossible to to talk to somebody and be like i'll be your guy because everybody wants to be the guy you know so i don't know a uh, good email. Thank you. Appreciate it. And it is just a good, you know, heads up. Uh, talk to people. <laughs> that, that's the episode of this. Let's talk to people. Look who's talking <laughs> to the two of us. Anyway, that's it for me, Pee Wee. I've stretched as long as I could possibly stretch. No, you did great. You're you did. We're flying by. We're, we're, I'm, I'm going to wrap up uh, my time real quick right here. Uh, I just want to talk about one quick topic. It's. I mean, I don't know how much you're going to learn from this other than some organizational skills. Last week, you brought up the uh, Littles Pet Shop that you picked up, and I had many questions for you on those because I had a box that was just filled with Littles Pet Shop figures in my basement. Um, I just got your your thoughts on how you process them, how you look them up, and how you sold them. I mean, previously, I was selling... Anytime I get Littles Pet Shop, the reason I would pick them up is because I would just lock them up and put them at auction. And I found that... I would sell them for about one a dollar fifty to two dollars a piece when I lotted them up in lots of like eighty or a hundred or whatever, which is a ton of figures. Um, but if I'm only spending a quarter a piece of on them and I'm getting two dollars on them, I'm I'm you know making eight times my money. Uh, I was more than happy with that until I saw your post from the from last week the the listings that you were making and you had some figures that were worth thirty dollars. You had a bunch that were worth. Um, like fifteen, twelve dollars, and uh, you know a bunch that were worth nine dollars. After I had some, uh, after I went through some stuff here, got a little organized, made some room in the, you know, on the floor behind me. It's just where I keep like my the current stuff that I'm working on. Um, I brought that box up to this room, and I started organizing it. And I was like, okay, for the first time, I'm not going to just take this box. It's probably a box of like two hundred figures, and um, they're in varying conditions. Some are very good, ranging all the way down to very, very bad. And I'm just like, I need to figure out how I'm going to list these. I don't want to list them. I know I don't want to list them all individually because I know there's going to be a lot of $6 figures in there. Um, but I don't want to just lock them all up at auction and just be like, hey, you know, resellers have a field day with it, right? Go nuts. 
I want the middle ground where if there is a figure that's worth over, let's say, I, I drew the line at $18. I want to sell that individually. Everything else, I want to lot up into lots of a bunch of like $6 figures, $8 figures, $12 figures, whatever, combine them into different com uh, combinations and make lots that were worth anywhere from $20 to $35. That way it's worth it when one of them sells. Now I've only gotten to the point where, okay, so here's what I did. Step number one is I realized that I didn't want these lots that I was gonna make to be random animals. I didn't want like one dog, one cat, and one iguana. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this right. I'm gonna do this right, and every lot is going to be the same species of animal. It's not yes. gonna be the same breed Step of animal. Step one: but... segregate, of course. <laughs> so here is the the pile of. Oh um, man! Right. That this is just them organized. It doesn't even look like that much from this picture, but this is a ton of animals, and I'm missing one pile of animals that I'd already organized from this picture um, that were just like random and neon colored. This is like in a helicopter view of Burning Man or something. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It, is. <laughs> it was, it, this took a long time. Just organized, just putting them out and laying them out in the iguanas and the rabbits. And the, the big pile here is the dogs. The second biggest pile was the cats. And then the next biggest pile I think was, whatever was, rabbits. Rabbits are a big one. <laughs> <laughs> right so okay so from here google lens google lens is your best friend um and it, i one by one i just went through these and figured out i'm using a combination of my phone and my computer because that's the easiest way i can do it the i google lens with my phone figure out what animal it is and google lens like you said is very helpful it tells you either it'll tell you the breed of the animal um of the that specific figure or it'll just tell you straight up what the number is. The yeah. little, every, uh, every animal, uh, every individual animal. So all the poodles have an individual number. Like one poodle that's white may have be uh, number 373. A purple poodle might be 374. It's all individual. Every individual figure has an individual number, which is perfect. You find that number. Then you go to eBay. I would just type in littlest pet shop and then that number and then scroll until I found it. And I would... Um, uh, dude, I, this took so long. I would take one of these bags, the the small bag, oh, and no. one of these pieces of paper. I would write on the piece of paper what the breed of the animal was and the number and I'm, the price. I am out. <laughs> I would then put all. I'd put the paper in the bag with the animal and I'd throw it on the floor. I did all the cats. I did all the dogs, and I did one more pile. Then when the pile's done. Just the cat, like let's say just the cats. When the cats were done, then I sat on the floor and I made groups. Okay, well, the, this one's worth $18. I'm selling it individually. I have three of these calico cats or whatever. I don't, I'm not an animal guy. I don't know what breeds are. Um, but the, like a long hair Persian. I've got two long hair Persians and one short hair calico cat. You let's sound like those. a cat guy. That's all I'm saying. I, the only reason I know all these words is from Littlest Pet Shop going through this yesterday. Um, the same thing with dogs. I would just make uh, groups of these, these uh, uh, of each one of these species or combinations of the species, but all or uh, all the same species, combinations of breeds, and then I would group them together. Then I would unbag them, right? I took them out of this bag and I put all three of them or four in the lot and with their piece of paper in the same bag, and then I brought them to the basement and I photographed them to list on eBay. I've gotten to the point where I photographed the dogs, cats, and the 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 other random pile that I had, the neon pile. 
Um, I haven't listed them yet, so I don't have specific numbers. Um, what I do have is that I had three different, um, or I have 33 listings just from the dogs, the cats, and that neon pile. So the, and those 33 listings, at minimum, each listing is going to be $18. So you take 33 times 18, and that, what is that? 33 times 18 is, 33 times 18, 594. For, let's say, 33 times, it's about 100. Let's say it's about 100 animals. It's probably less than 100. But at max, it's 100 animals. If I sold this the way I was originally selling these, but which was just lighting them up, I'd probably make about $200. But because I'm taking the time, to, this is the whole point of all this, because I'm taking the time to go through this, sort them all out, look them all up, do all the research, and figure it all out, bag them individually, go through all this work, I'm going to make an extra $400 when they all sell. It's also... A lot more time is going to be invested, not only in the research, but also if I did an auction, it's guaranteed to sell for a couple hundred dollars in seven days versus it's not all guaranteed to sell, but it will slowly sell. And eventually I will make about $600 if I'm willing to play the long game, which I obviously am. Um, And at this point, I just like listings. I like the 33 listings way more than one big listing. Um, so yeah, the, that's where I'm at with Littlest Pet Shop. I'm still working through that. It's probably be a week-long project. I've got another very busy week of you know other various jobs, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to... My, my floor may look like this for a couple weeks until I get through this. I will say this. When you search on eBay uh, by whatever number you find, so if it's like Littlest Pet Shop number 325 or whatever, and you type it in on eBay and you look it up, Make sure that you are seeing that a majority of those ones that you are looking up look exactly the same as yours. Good and point. that's eye color, that's, you know, shape. Like some of them have like diamonds in their eyes or whatever. Yep. Uh, and people will put that in the listing. Um, because there are people who just use the wrong number because they aren't doing the work correctly. And it'll be a different color eye or whatever. And you don't want to deal with that return. You and know, then in addition to that, people will copy that incorrect, like you. You yeah. would copy the, the incorrect one, and, and that's just spreading incorrect yeah. Inf- information. Yeah, Exactly. And so you want to go with, uh, a, I mean, for me, it's I want to go with a majority of what they look like. So if 95% of them are correct, those are the ones I'm going to go with. I'm not yeah. even checking because I, I'm relying on the you know previous history of that stuff. Agreed. And that's what I was doing as well. So let I me ask you. I think you're safe doing Let me ask you this. Uh, you went through before and you had those like Bratz dolls that you had to line up and do the find their accessories and this was so much easier okay. I would I would all day I would do, because the Google Lens works on these it doesn't work on Bratz dolls because they're too similar the you. only when the only difference is a slight lip color shade the uh, on yeah. one doll to the other doll everything else is exactly the same Google Lens is, is worthless there yeah. uh, Google Lens was perfect for this thing so I went through the opposite as you like um you know, I found, I think it was 12 separate listings that were above, let's say, 12 bucks. I don't remember if it was 10 bucks, 12 bucks, where, where my number was. Okay. And then I had 71 left that were anywhere from like, you know, one, two dollar ones to about $10. Usually like eight, you know, like I didn't like that eight number. Yeah, a lot are worth six to eight, yeah. And so uh, all I did was... And I told you, if I could sell those 71 and I could get about 100 bucks for them, 
I would be happy with it because there's no work, you know? You put them up, you take a picture of them. Just an auction, right? uh, You put them on the back. I put them as buy it now. And here's what I did. I put buy it now $120 plus shipping. And I woke up the next morning and I had an offer for like 90 bucks plus shipping. So it ended up being something like 104 bucks or 103 bucks. And I was like, hey, that's good enough for me. That's all I wanted out of this transaction. Okay. Because I didn't want to put in the work to do it. It was just... Look, why? I got okay, these at not? Goodwill. It was six dollars. I picked them up. I brought them home. I took some pictures. Get get it out. Get it in and get it out. I don't have uh, room like you do. Uh, room. You have these things are an inch big. I know, but I'm talking. Uh, I'm just trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> is uh, there is there any other reason that you didn't want to do the work on these things? Yeah, I, I just don't like that work. <laughs> like okay. that's too much for me. Bagging stuff and writing stuff down. And just uh, separating fair. into lots. The other thing that I kind of don't know about Littlest Pet Shop is like, do people actually buy lots of a couple of animals? Or are people in particular looking for a certain number? So they buy them either individually or they buy the whole Shazam to resell or to see if they could find whatever. So I, I don't know that answer to find that out question. Soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I look forward to the day when you sell all of them and then tell me I'm an idiot. And then you're like, isn't that enough uh, proof that you should be doing the long game? And I'm like, it is. But I'm still going to put them up and sell them in a day there and not go. worry about any of it. Uh, and that's why you're a better seller than me, Pewee. So. <laughs> no, $6 in the 90 is perfect. I'll take it. All right, that's all I got. Let's get to some GST. All right, GST, that's garage sale talk time. This is when me and Pee Wee talk about the stuff that we found this week, whether it was at garage sales or Goodwills or wherever we found it. And we like to do this because we like to share information between ourselves and see what's selling and uh, how many typewriters you can find in a week and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, And we also do this because uh, we give you guys the information and then maybe you guys can make some money out there uh, and then we all win until the end when we all uh, lose because we all have the same information and everything is valueless everybody's just sitting on four typewriters (laughs) i do have two bowling balls right now and it's kind of bothering me (laughs) i'm gonna start things off with some clothes uh you know this is my new thing peewee i have to start off with clothes every week so the first one wildcats peewee wildcats thank you wink (laughs) uh northern michigan wildcats nmu baby this is a quarter zip, uh, which means, you know, it only zips a quarter of the way from your neck down. You are a dictionary. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you, you finished the word. <laughs> uh, the brand here is uh, Jansport, J-A-N-S-P-O-R-T, the backpack people. That's right. Backpack people making shirts, cats, dogs, loving each other. We're having a good time. Uh I got this thing because it was like three bucks. Uh, maybe not. I think all of these things that I, I'm going to talk about, these clothes, were either five ninety nine or six ninety nine. That's what these were, right? But they all sell for about thirty to forty bucks. Now this one I took a stab on, and I will tell you why in a second. Um, but uh, I'll move on to the other one, which is a Grand Valley State University hoodie. It's a champion hoodie. I just it was a cool looking color. It's not like a regular blue. It's more of a teal. Uh, and it's just a good-looking thing. So when I went and I saw this Grand Valley State, I went to look up sold comps to see if Grand Valley State actually sells. I'm not just picking up any university shirt. 
Okay. I, wa- I want to take a look and see that somebody went to the university and was proud of it enough to purchase the clothing. Uh, and then the other thing that I check for is are people buying pre-owned hoodies from this place as well? Because Smart. if somebody's just buying, you know, new ones and there's only two solds, I might not take a, a chance on it, especially at, at six ninety nine. If it was like three bucks, maybe I'll still take a chance on it. Um but you know when you're buying stuff at seven bucks a pop, it'll add up eventually. That adds up quick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, next up, I have a couple of uh, Disney things. One of them was a vintage Disney uh, Mickey Mouse Christmas sweater. Uh, some say ugly sweater in the uh, in the listings as well. I didn't think it was that ugly, but I think this is like from the '90s potentially, uh, based on the tag and like looking at it. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong, but all you got to do is. If you're not sure about what era tag you're dealing with, Google is your your best help. A lot of people have already put up pictures of you know '70s Disney, '80s Disney, '90s Disney. This what is do what you it search looks for. Like. What do you just look on? up Disney tags or vintage Disney tags, and in the images, all these things will pop up that can help you out. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's not like. Um, you know, if you type in 90s Disney tag, it might not come up exactly, but you'll get enough information to kind of work through it and see it close enough era, you know. Okay. Because uh, they didn't say, you know, 1991 to 99, this is the tag we're using. And then now the new, you know, era, we're going to use a different. It's just completely random when they decided to switch them. So everybody's kind of guessing, uh, but there's some pretty good information to be found and not just disney tags all tags nike tags whatever champion tags all that kind of stuff uh and then the other one i had was a crew neck sweatshirt it's a vintage disney store magical gathering sweatshirt it looks kind of plain in the picture that i have there but it's kind of like sparkly uh and yeah we could see it yeah yeah i mean it's a decent sweatshirt and it had sold comps that's the other thing i'm not just buying disney stuff to buy disney stuff I'm still looking to make sure that there's some sold comps. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that's a rule do, for especially me. Especially with Disney stuff. Disney stuff is mass produced. There's a good chance that the Disney stuff you're going to look up is not going to be worth anything. Yeah, yeah. And and don't just find one. Find a couple of them and see what the prices are and make sure that uh, that you're spending time to try and be a little more accurate. And then the next couple pictures I have here, it's a Northern Michigan University hoodie, which... Um, jerseys j-e-r-z-e-e-s is the brand is the tag uh and jerseys uh, northern michigan university hoodies sell for a lot used ones going for like 40 plus shipping and not just one or two but i mean there's a bundle of them and that's kind of what made me get that Jansport quarter zip because there weren't any other quarter zips that i saw that had sold but i was like look if there, this many northern michigan hoodies are selling I'll take a shot on the other thing. You know, there's people who don't like wearing hoodies. Uh, And so I was like, we'll give it a shot. There's enough money in the hoodies for me to try with the other thing. Uh, And so that's why I went with the quarter zip. Otherwise, I may have passed on the quarter zip had this Northern Michigan hoodie not sold either, you know? Okay. Uh, And then the other one that's right next to it there, it's a pretty sweet uh, Nike pullover hoodie. It's tie-dyed. Now, Pee-wee, I'm a little too old wear tie-dye and i know that goes back to hippie stuff but tie-dye is like a lot more popular now than it was let's yeah, say we 10 it. years ago it jumped over us yeah yeah and uh i really like this hoodie i really like the colors it's just 
I'm a black t-shirt guy, and so I couldn't wear this. I, I, I was sad because this was a size large. It's like a perfect hoodie. It, I love the way it feels. I have a bunch of Nike hoodies that I wear, but they're all plain Jane because I am plain Jane. Um, I spent 10 bucks on this one because there was a bunch of random tie-dye ones that were going anywhere from like 30 to to 100 bucks, depending on... I'm guessing how they look. Uh, this one is also a vintage Nike hoodie, so the tag's a little bit older. I'm hoping that that has something to do with it. Uh, but this was kind of a stab. I mean, there's no exact ones like this. It's tie-dye. I don't I don't know that they they don't reproduce tie-dye, right? I, don't, I wouldn't think it's like a graphic that they do. I think it would be tie-dye. I don't even know. This could be a regular know. hoodie that somebody just tie-dyed. <laughs> like, who knows? But uh, I've had a lot of people Were there looking, sold listings for it? Not this like exact one, but yes, for tie-dye Nike hoodies. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I, I thought it was worth a try, and worst case scenario, I just keep it and try and force uh, myself to wear it in public because uh, it's my size and I like Nike hoodies. But anyway, that's it. And a lot of people have been looking at it and watching it, so I think it will sell eventually. Sure. And next up is shoes. Uh, I found a pair of Nike men's Zoom Rival Waffle running shoes, also in my size, Pee-wee, and you know I'm a big oh. runner. Uh, eight bucks I paid for these things, and uh, there is a sold comp recently. I believe the same size for $30 plus shipping. I would be happy if I could get 20 plus shipping, uh, but I will obviously list it higher. These are in very good condition for running shoes. I think someone just didn't like them. Uh, they're a weird color. They're orange, and it's not even an orange-orange. It's like a purplish-orange or whatever. Uh, and then the other ones that I found were uh, these weird Vans shoes, and I, I don't really know. These ones I kind of took a shot on. Um, they were in very good condition. They're multicolored. Uh, and they they just kind of look cool. The, the look like a cartoon character shoes. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> it, it's, it's not like... Uh, it's like all the colors are so different that it just looks like a kid drew them or something. Yeah, you know? this looks like Doug Funny's shoes. And... Uh, I think they're Vans old school yacht club shoes. I could be wrong. The listing that I have there is like similar coloring, but a little oh, bit yeah, different. Oh yeah, it's the same. Right, yeah, right. it's not the exact same thing. I'm hoping to get around thirty bucks for these things, but uh, who knows? I might have to stuff my feet into size tens. You know, that's the thing. I buy clothes and then I just I have to wear them if they don't sell. Pee wee. That's that's how this goes. <laughs> that's why I only buy some women's clothing. <laughs> <laughs> next I, uh did you google lens the shoes uh i did yeah yeah I, they do come up they do and then i've searched them but i didn't see solds that were exactly this kind and okay. then the, i saw some that were listed but they they had different names for both of them and so uh yeah. the two listings that i saw so i was like all right i have to get this on the podcast i don't have time to look at this right now but paid six ninety nine for them, and uh, I'll just throw them in the trash with everything else I have. You know. <laughs> Next up is uh, a couple hats that I found. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the hats, shirts, shoes, hats. You are crushing the the wardrobe game. Look, I'm, uh, oh, I like uh, these though. Look at these. Yeah, one of them is uh, it says dope, and on yeah. the uh, side of it it says just hit it instead of just do it. It's obviously a drug reference. Uh, I'm not really sure if uh, 
I'm not really sure what dope is. I I kind of feel like it is a clothing brand for weed, but the listings that I found looked different, and one of them that looked similar to it said a magazine. So like I don't know really what it oh, is, really? but I know it's drug related. I know it's like a snapback hat. It's got the sticker on it. It's got the cardboard still in it, so it's like new. It just doesn't have tags on it. Uh, for two ninety nine, I thought this was a good thing to try. And then the other one is a three uh, Floyd's Brewing Company snapback trucker hat. Uh, it was a dollar ninety nine. I didn't find a an exact sold for it, but there were a couple three Floyd's hats. Three Floyd's is a brewing company. It's a pretty popular brewing company. I think they're in Indiana or like. Oh, have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hadn't. Heard. I just thought the. Uh... It looks cool because it's a play on the Amico. I was just going to say that. It's an Amico logo ripoff or whatever. Um, I, I, the font looks like it's... Is that Toys R Us font? <laughs> I, that, that's your department. <laughs> that, it definitely looks like Toys It doesn't look like the Amico font. That's I don't know. interesting. Okay. I don't know, but it's a good-looking hat, and I know Three Floyds Brewing, Brewing is uh, it's pretty popular or whatever, so I figured... Why not? For a dollar ninety nine, it's worth a shot, and I need something to talk about on this show anyway. So, uh, and then I got two more items for you, Pee Wee. These are a little bit uh, in my wheelhouse, or this this next one is. It's just a weird thing. It's a two thousand five Jemmy. We we remember the the brand name Jemmy. G- yeah, what did we one. say about Jemmy? Uh, pretty good. Usually, they're usually like electronic. Whether it's uh, you know, Christmas things or Halloween things, they're like plastic. Usually, they dance, their arms move, or whatever. Uh, Jemmy Frogs, F R O G Z. This is a hip hop dancing frog, which was my <laughs> nickname in high school. Uh, you, you turn this thing on, and it plays Fifty Cent in the club. <clears throat> in the club. <laughs> Uh, which I believe came out in 2003 and so this thing came out in 2005 but anyway I paid $1.99 for this thing and it goes for around 25 to 30 shipped as a pre-owned thing uh, it's just a rapping frog if you see any rapping frogs out there make sure you pick them up <laughs> if you can get a good price great advice oh Pee Wee it's been a rough week I didn't do too much as you can tell so uh, really trying to to stretch here. My last item of the week has an interesting story with it. This is a 1970s, once again, Disney. It's a Mickey and Minnie embroidered purse. I don't really know what to call Satchel? this thing. Yeah, it's it kind of like, it's like the size of binoculars, right? So if Minnie oh, was a, a... perfect, yes, that's a perfect it, way to put it. Yeah, if Mickey Mouse was a pervert, like he would keep his binoculars <laughs> in this thing. Um, it's leather. It's really cool. It, it is from the 70s. When I went to Goodwill, this was behind the, the counter. So, like, I was purchasing stuff, really? and a lady that I see there, she was like, hey, I know you collect stuff. And I was like, yes, I collect things often. <laughs> and so she brought it over. She was like, do you like this? And I was like, no, 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 get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and I saw that it was six ninety nine, and I was like, I don't even want to look this thing up. Uh, just... I, I, I wasn't feeling it, right? So I was like, okay, take this. Fine. I hate when you go the opposite direction where you're just like, yeah, I'll take it, whatever. I don't need to look it up. But yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're going to just default say no, then sure, I'm okay with that. And so I left it. And then she was like, I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. And uh, two days later, I came back and I was buying some more stuff. And I noticed that the purse satchel uh, thing was still there. 
And so I was like, while I'm waiting in line, let me take a look. And I looked and I saw this listing that said eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, what? And so I told the lady, I was like, all right, can I take a look at that uh, sweet purse back there? <laughs> and she's like, I know you're a collector. So, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so she brought it out and I looked at it and I was like, I mean, this thing looks old. It looks like yeah. exactly like the picture. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take this thing. It is cool. I don't know if it'll sell for $90 cool, but I, I would assume this thing would sell. A year or anything on it? Uh, I haven't looked too deep into it. All right. uh, it's it's the only concern I have. You found a sold listing, right? So I, I, it can't be that bad. But but then I found more sold listings. Uh-oh. And this was later on. Okay. And so then there was some that were like 20 bucks uh, uh, and 50 bucks. But there's only like four solds or whatever. Uh, so the pricing, are, are it's all over the place. And I wonder if they recreated these. Uh, okay. if, if they did, I still think this is old. Like, I will have to look at it and let you know. But, I mean, just looking at it and touching it and smelling it and stuff, you know, it's like leathery and whatever. It does seem a little bit older. I don't know that I'd be able to get $90 for it, but it, I do think it was the most interesting thing that I got this week. Yeah, it's sure. better than... Uh, my my only concern with it is that it was still there after two days. Yeah, you know, I, I get concerned yeah. about anything that sits at Goodwill for longer than 24 hours because I have to assume that a no matter what it is and where it is in the store, I have to assume that somebody has looked it up and passed on it. I'm with you. The only thing that kind of saves me is there was probably like 20 other purses that it was, you know, it's on like a little pedestal. Okay. With, so it's not like facing outward. They were all kind of in back. So you would have to okay. go back. I mean, that's really the only thing that I, I can say to defend myself. So, all right, fair enough. No, that, that was this week, Pee-wee. You know, it's a slow week. It's the uh, first week of February, and I had a, a nice January. So I said, let's relax. The sun's coming out. It's, uh... <laughs> I got nothing, coming out. <laughs> I got nothing, Pee-wee. You are up, my friend. All right, I got a few things. I actually had a decent week. I, I did, Honestly, I did. Um, the, I mean, the first one's not great. The first one, I picked up a bag at Goodwill, just a, uh, just a regular $2, you know, bag filled with toys. These are, uh, it was $1.99. These are probably 10 of the LOL surprise, like mini figures. They don't go for a ton from what I've seen. It depends on the figure and I have not looked any of these up. Just on average, it looks like these things sell for two figures for about between seven and ten bucks um so that's not a ton i mean that means i need to lot four of these up to make 20 bucks um if not more but in here like i said is 10 to 12 figures so once you lot those up i'm probably sitting at at least 40 dollars um so i figured i'd pick it up it was two bucks i'll take a shot on it look it up and maybe i'll get maybe i get lucky with an individual figure or if not just lot them up and be done with it um this next thing was in the green bin at goodwill a lot of these are going to be goodwill pickups um I took a shot on this. This was $15. This is the most I've spent on a single item at Goodwill in a long time. Um, it was in the case. The, the It was in its case, this little bag thing. And the bag is branded um, Bell and Howell, the the same brand that's on the, the camera. The camera is, it's one of those like old school handheld like, what, what are you? You're, you're the media yeah, guy. It's what, like an eight millimeter camera. Eight whatever. millimeter camera. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's called, the official name of this thing is uh, Film Sonic XL twelve thirty six. I found the exact same one with like some attachments or lenses that's currently active for one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, there were some solds of similar 
models, but not that ex not the same model twelve thirty six that were selling for like eighty to ninety bucks. I figured for fifteen, it, it, I picked this up very early in the week before I had anything else. If I if I saw this at the end of the week, I probably would have passed. We'll see. I I don't do do I have to test something like this or can I list this untested or can I assume it works? That's the problem. Is like a lot of these uh, don't work. Okay. And I don't know how to even test them. To tell you the truth, I I used to come around them like pretty often, and now I haven't seen them in too long. I don't know if people are just getting to them or if they they got all of them and they ran out of them. <laughs> uh, but the ones that I used to see were all in pretty bad condition. This is one that I mean, this looks pretty decent. It doesn't look yeah, like the bag is filled with stuff too. I just didn't take it out for the picture. Yeah, it's it's got like lenses and instruction manuals and film and whatever. Yeah, it's in. I think it's in good shape. Yeah, I mean, you know, honesty is the best policy. I don't know how to test this thing is one thing to say, but that's also, you know, looking for trouble. Someone could right. know how to mess with that. So I, I would just list it the way it is and just be like, here it is. That's probably what I'll do. And then uh, if somebody complains, then you can just close your eBay account and run. <laughs> Smart. Good strategy. <laughs> Um, I picked all these up on the same day. These are three Pokemon plush. Um, the yellow one is Pichu, P-I-C-H-U. That is a Build-A-Bear. I think I've said this before. I will pick up any Pokemon Build-A-Bear that's not Pikachu. This isn't Pikachu. This is Pichu. Two different two different guys with very similar names. Um, the other ones, I, I know Bulbasaur. Uh, Bulbasaur is the blue and green guy on the bottom. Um, I have a and, cousin named Bulbasaur. <laughs> really? Yeah, that can't be true. I mean, Bulbun. That's pretty oh, close. Okay, that's close. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then the top guy, his name is uh, Papulo? Pop, Papilo? Do you, do you have a cousin named Papilo? No, but that's, I mean, that's a Greek Pokemon. Ah, probably. I see. Okay, gotcha. Um, so the, the Build-A-Bear was two ninety nine. The other two didn't have price tags on them, so they were just defaulted to $0.99. Cents. I paid $5 for all of these. They're not really killer items. The Papilo, or whatever his name is, goes for about 15 plus shipping. Bulbasaur is like 24 and Pichu is about... It's a lot of shipping. Probably about $20. Bucks. Um, my plan for all these is not to put them on eBay. Uh, all three of these, I think I'm going to take to the video game conference that I have coming up. Um, or the video game convention that I have in Milwaukee coming up in April. And uh, usually plush, specifically Pokemon, sells very well there. Um, I can kind of charge whatever I want. So I can even upcharge these prices here and get like five bucks more per plush on each one of these. So I will always pick up Pokemon plush if it's cheap enough. Um, the next group are all from... I bundled all this together at the mom and pop thrift store that I volunteer at sometimes. Um, I actually just made them some vinyl signs for their building. They needed some like st some wall art, and I told them I could hook them up. So I, for the first time in a long time, I hooked up my vinyl cutter and made them some stickers for their wall. And uh, while I was there getting everything set up, I was looking through some of the bags that just got dropped off, and somebody dropped off like I don't. It had to all come from the same person because it's all like the same brand. The first item, well, ignore the prices for right now. It, I, I've got three different things. I paid, they've just lumped it all together, and I paid $10 for everything. It's five different things total, so I just said I paid two bucks a piece for everything. Um, the first one was the, it's from NECA, the action figure company, but they just make a bunch of collectibles. This is a novelty item. It's a egg container that just looks like your regular jewel 
Walmart egg container, but inside, and it's branded as the Alien cage-free eggs. Um, the in the movie Alien, you don't know this because you don't know movies, but in Alien, the aliens hatch out of these eggs, and inside this is. Uh, alien eggs that are the size of regular eggs. Uh, some are hatched, some are not hatched. And like I said, paid about $2 for this thing, and the most recent one sold for about 55 free shipping. Um, so that was a really good pickup. The Do you think really... uh, alien eggs have uh, suffered the same fate as regular eggs? Like uh, inflation has is destroyed? Oh, I'm sure they're through the $55 for six? Absolutely, through the roof. That's a lot. Uh, same collection, also from NECA. This is a... Nightmare Before Christmas, what do they call this? Uh, perpetual Calendar? I had not heard this before I Google Lens this. Have you, had you ever heard that phrase, Perpetual Calendar? Never in my life. I, w- I will I never have just... listen again if somebody ever says it either. <laughs> you are in a mood today. I am. Uh, it's I midnight, just, man. <laughs> I tried searching for this uh, just by typing in uh, Countdown Calendar or Countdown Clock or something, and nothing came up. This is one of those, uh, it's branded Nightmare Before Christmas. It's by NECA. Um, and it's just one of those things that has two cubes. One is like numbers one through six, and the other one has, you know, the rest of the numbers all the way up to nine. And you flip them as the days get closer to midnight or uh, to, to Halloween or Christmas or whatever you want to do. Um, I just didn't know what these things were called until I, until I looked it up. There, one of these, the exact same one with this exact picture has not sold on eBay recently, but similar ones also by NECA have, and they go for about 50 bucks. Um, so the I was more than willing to pay two bucks for that guy. The last few are all dinosaurs. These are all Jurassic Park guys. Um, the top one is ni- uh, 1993 Triceratops. He is all rubber and his legs do not move. He's not articulated. I have not seen a dinosaur like this in probably since 1993. Um, all the Jurassic Park figures that I find are all articulated. They can all move. This guy cannot. He's just all rubber. Um, it paid about $2 for him. He goes for about 20 The one on the bottom, I actually meant to look up his name again before I fired up this podcast because it was such a good find, and I didn't do that. Let me see if I can find the name now. Um, the Bo- this was a dinosaur. Possibly Bobatron. <laughs> I had never seen this dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur from Jurassic Park, but he is branded Jurassic Park. Um, he was like the Kravis... The Velociraptor was almost in the name, but it started with a C, I want to say. Um, I can't find it. It's not going to work. But um, I will... What will I do? Send you a picture of it? On I'll look it up. I'll figure it out before the end of the show. Because I'm not going to be able to send it to you and have you put it on Instagram. Um, that, But that, that guy goes for about $35 plus $5 shipping. Like, that's a rare Jurassic Park dinosaur you should be looking for. And I cannot figure out the name of it right now. Um, the last one is this T-Rex that has a little bandage on its leg. Uh, I got excited. This is the thing that caught my eye in the first place. Uh, do you know why? No, no. I I had one you of like these injured animals. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, I've I've had two of these before. I had this guy and a raptor. This is a, a baby T Rex with an injured leg. Um, I had him and the raptor previously. I thought I had sold him, and I still had the raptor. Um, I hadn't. I still have this guy. So this is the second one of this. Uh, the bad news is, well, the good news is that my current one is listed at $30. But when I looked up the research to, to post a picture for this guy, 
uh, I realized that most of them have sold recently for about $10, which is probably why my current one has not sold for $30. <laughs> um, so I might have to adjust the price, but I've got a backup one for the time being. Um, so again, that w- those last few pickups were all bundled together for uh, $10 or yeah, $10 total. And I had a gift, a gift card for that store anyways, that for just $10. So I was able to, um, really, I mean, I made over like 150 bucks on that whole pickup there. Um, I am currently trying to get a picture of, or the name of that one dinosaur before I move on. Um, I only have one more pickup. And I, I mean, I guess I can kind of ramp up this story with this last pickup because it is semi-interesting um, while I am looking up that dinosaur. Um, I got a message on eBay on Wednesday this past week. And it was from a guy who said, hey, I just picked up, uh, just bought two of your Funko Pops, uh, WWE Funko Pops. Uh, but I noticed that you are in, uh, that you're located in a city near me. Do you buy, do you buy stuff? I had my old toys from when I was a kid. Dustin Beck, absolutely. What do you have? And he said, I think he just said he has like He-Man and some other figures. I said, yeah, absolutely. What are you thinking? Like, how do you, I, I can look at pictures. I can just meet up with you. We can take a look. And he said, yeah, we can meet up. Why don't we do that? I said, Sure. Um, I gave him the local place, you know, down the street from me that I like to meet people when I'm doing like uh, switch trades or whatever. I don't like giving people my home address. I wouldn't do that. Um, but I, if they're willing to, absolutely drive down to, you know, down the street from my house and let's get this. Uh, let me at least take a look. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be asking. I don't know what he has, but it's it can't be. It can't be a waste of my time, right? It, at, at minimum, it's just an opportunity. So sure, I'll, I absolutely will meet up with you. He first said. The way this guy was communicated was really like it made me think that the deal was going to be very good because he was very like all over the place and what didn't seem very organized. First he's first he was like okay, um, it, it was it was ten thirty in the morning and he's like yeah I can meet you how about one o'clock at the Menards? I said yeah absolutely that's perfect. Okay great. Um, and then five minutes later he messaged me and says well how about noon I'm better at noon. Noon is fine sounds good. At 10.45, he goes, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Great, great. So now we're talking at 11.05, we'll be there. Um, So just as as sketchy, not as sketchy, but as flighty as he was, and there was also a bunch of like spelling errors and like not complete sentences, I just didn't get the sense that this guy was not, I mean, maybe he's just bad on a computer. Maybe he's just bad on his phone typing. I don't know what the story is, but he didn't give me that the, the, the sense that he was all that organized. I got there. And he opened up his trunk, and a very nice guy, very, very, I mean, sweet guy, a German guy, he had an accent, uh, was telling me that these were all of his original toys from when he was a kid in Germany, which piqued my interest, because maybe there's some unique stuff in there. Um, he opens up the trunk, and there's a box of stuff, and I look at the box, and there's some figures, I, I recognize a handful of figures, there's one... Um, there's one He-Man figure in there that is easily $80. It's, it's one of the, it's a horde trooper. I'll, I'll show you it in a second. Um, these are all loose figures. They're all, yes, they're all loose. And the, but there's also three giant bags, like gallon bags that are filled with accessories. And that gets my hopes up. The words he's using, I don't love. And it happens all the time, but you kind of have to just, I don't want to say ignore it because it doesn't mean nothing, but. Don't let it get your hopes up. While I'm going through it, he's like, yeah. I mean, you can look through this all you want. I mean, all of it's mint. They're all complete. They're all, you know what I mean? They're all there. They're all in great condition. Have at it, man. 
they're not all mint. They're not all complete. <laughs> the I'm, I'm telling you that now after seeing after going through it all. But I'm also saying that at the time I knew they were not with with my eyes closed. I could just tell you that your toys from the '80s are not going to be mint. They're not going to be complete. You cannot bank on that. So he could say that all he wants, and I'm not going to correct him. But I cannot base my price based on him saying that they're all complete. If they were all complete, like if he has them individually bagged, I have to do no work. They're all just ready to go and all the accessories are in the bags, blah, blah, blah. Each one of those figures is probably going to be worth like $35 to $45, if not way more, um, which would be a ton. Because there were a lot, there was, I think, 70 plus figures in there when I, when I finally counted them all out. I'm avoiding showing the first picture because I realized I put the price that I paid on the first picture and I don't want to spoil it for the story. Um, but I'll get to it. The So I, I'm looking through it. I'm interested. Okay, man, what do you need? Um, you know, I, I could definitely use this stuff. Uh, how much were you looking to get for everything? And he was a talker, and he went back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And then finally he was like, I, I mean, I need like seven. And then he cut himself off and went on another tangent. Then I had to direct him back. And I'm like, I had to loop back around. Okay, well, how much were you thinking? Now, when he cut himself off at seven before, I thought he was going to say 75. I, I legitimately thought he was going to say 75. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, great. I just saved myself 25 bucks. I was going to offer 100 bucks. Because um, for me, that would have been a, a, not a steal because there's a lot of work here, but it definitely would have been a deal based on the value. He was not going to say 75. He then comes back and says, I was thinking like 750. $750. Wow. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, German uh, marks me. <laughs> I don't know that the conversion rate. I look through the stuff again. I don't want to say, no, I can't do that. But eventually I do say, you know, man, I think we might be too far apart. I just, I don't see seven. It might be worth 750, but there's too much work for me to do. There's too much stuff for me to do. Um, I, I can't do it. Um, so if we need to walk away, I'm okay with that. that. That's okay. Here's your Funko Pops that you bought that you want me to bring and not ship to you. Um, here's these. No problem. Um, and he goes, well, how much were you thinking? I said, I I don't want to insult you, man. But the, like, the, I, because... I, I'd be pulling out only a handful of these for my personal collection and having to sell the rest and having to do so much work to get them ready to sell, clean them, organize them, part, you know, lot them up with their parts, blah, blah, blah. Um, I could only offer like $150, maybe $200 for, for everything. And I thought he was going to like scoff and be like, no, 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 that's fine. We could walk away. He, he then goes, well, would you do $250? Well, okay, all right. Now you just threw out seven fifty, hoping I would say yes, and now you're just looking to get anything for it. Um, at that point, I was like, I told him, yeah, I would do seven fifty, or I would do two fifty. And then he did something that I didn't like, and he says, okay, let me go ahead and uh, I'll. I can't do it for two fifty now, but let me call my brother and I'll get back to you. And if we can do it, I will. I'll get. I'll let you know. Okay. Don't offer me a price if I can't pay that price, yeah. right? Like the, I thought you were offering that as an as an offer, and if I said yes, we were done. Um, the so now because now I'm afraid he's going to call the we're going to separate go our separate ways. He's going to call his brother, and I'm going to get a phone call later that day, and he's going to be like, "Well, you said you could do two fifty. How about three hundred? And we're just going to keep going up from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I can't do that. I. I you need to cut. You need to draw the line somewhere. That's that's why I was accepting at two fifty after I drew the line at two hundred or one fifty. Um, luckily, the guy did. I didn't think I would ever hear from the guy. I didn't think. I thought that was just going to be it. Him saying he was going to call his brother was just his way to, of getting out of the conversation. He called me an hour later. Said, "Hey, I can head back to the Menards now if you want to do two fifty. I said, "Sure, let's do it." 
So here's the box. Um, it's a decent sized box. Some of the stuff was bagged, some was not. Like I said, I paid $250. Um, I'll show you a handful of pictures that just show the stuff laid out. This is all the non-He-Man figures. Um, there's some Ninja Turtles. There are some X-Men Marvel stuff that's not worth a ton. There's a, there's like, uh, what is that, 12 G.I. Joes. Um, up top is some interesting stuff. There's some knockoff Terminator figures. There's some Kenner Batman, which isn't worth anything. Um, this purple guy in the top middle, I'm going to come back to in a second. Um, here is all the He-Man figures. The everything uh, to the left is the the figures that are complete. The bottom right are the ones that are complete, uh, not complete. The that uh, that have all their arms and legs. They're just their uh, leg bands broke, which is a common thing with He-Man figures. Uh, can be easily replaced. On the upper right hand corner is that Horde Trooper figure, which goes anywhere from sixty to eighty dollars when he has the front piece and the back piece that this thing does. Um, that that was the money one. Everything else in there is a common figure for the most part. Uh, the Skeletors are good. There's a handful of good Skeletors in there, but there's nothing that's really like that shouts money to me until I do the further research on it. Um, an interesting part of this was there was one bag in there of '90s Kinder Egg prizes. The Kinder Eggs are those chocolate eggs that have a prize in it that weren't legal in the United States until like last year or the year before. Um, these are from Germany from the '90s. So they, 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 it, there's real unique stuff in here. Like there's a Tom and Jerry, uh, like the, the whichever one the cat is. Is that Tom? Um, and then there's just so I don't even open this bag, but it was real unique stuff. I don't know what the official value on this stuff is. I just pulled a similar lot that sold for about $30. Not a killing, but still something. Why were these illegal? You couldn't sell um, in the United States for a long time. You could not. And maybe it's the same way right now. But you can't sell unhealthy food with a toy inside of it because it's i mean now <laughs> mcdonald's is sh shouting out to me as far as like a happy meal um <laughs> but you couldn't combine as far as i know the law was like maybe you couldn't combine chocolate and a toy somebody correct me on this um but you kinder eggs were outlawed in the united states for a very long time because they combined a toy with chocolate or an unhealthy food um, anyways, here's the accessories. Um, the, this is a huge bag of accessories that I still need to go through. It seems like there's a lot of good pieces here, um, that, that are going to complete a lot of the, at least the He-Man figures with maybe some of the other ones. Um, in the accessory bag were these five figures. These are Dino Riders figures and Mask figures. Mask from the, the, um, it's not Mask, Jim Carrey Mask. It's Mask, the 80s toy line that's like vehicles. This figure on the left, this, uh, green and silver figure... I believe this is a Polish Star Wars Stormtrooper knockoff figure from the early 80s. Um, there was another one of these two here. I'll get a bit closer shot. So both these guys were in the in the lot. The This bootleg Stormtrooper and then this bootleg... How do you pronounce this? B-A-R-A-D-A, -A -A, Barada. Um, it's, he's another Star Wars figure. This one specifically is one of the Star Wars last 17, the, of the Kenner line, the, of the original Star Wars line from the late seventies by, I mean, by now it was mid eighties. The last 17 are worth a lot of money. This guy normally would go for like 60 bucks. Um, just the figure. Um, if you found the normal release version. That's not what this is. This guy's not articulated. He doesn't move at all. He's got barely any color to him. This is the bootleg version of him. A similar bootleg sold for $130. It's not this exact one, but it's a wow. similar one. I mean, I hear vintage 
bootleg Star Wars, I hear money. Because the Star Wars collectors, there's so much like mainstream stuff that's easy to get because they made a ton of it. It was Star Wars, so they were just pumping it out. But what they didn't make a ton of is bootleg stuff. And all bootleg stuff is almost all unique. So all the if you can get your hands on bootleg Star Wars stuff, it is worth money if it's older. So I'm excited for these two figures. I don't know what I'm going to... These are just two items that I'm kind of just going to name my price on. Um, but these two, along with this last one, I told you I was going to come back to that purple one. Um, this is a figure from the Laser of Justice line. A, fig, a line I'd never heard of. I had to send a picture of this to Hatch Tar, and he confirmed what it was. Um, but one of these recently sold. It was complete with all the accessories. But with the accessories, it sold for over $200 with shipping. Um, Jeez. Right. Without the accessories, I want to say it's going to be... Um, I'm going to try to sell it for probably like 120 maybe... Uh, somewhere between 100 and 120 So I think with this figure and these two, I'm going to be able to make my 250 back. And then on top of that, I've got 70 figures that are going to be, you know, all profit. And if let's say each one of those figures is $5 that I'm going to get for it. It's 70 times $5 is another 350 It's going to be a lot more than $5 because a lot of them are going to be complete with all these accessories. Um, I, I love this because of the way that it came up. The again, this I this pickup arrived because a guy hit me up on eBay and was like, "Hey, you buy stuff? I live by you." I said, "Sure," and we made it happen within a day. Um, I don't want to say don't be afraid to spend money because I did spend a lot on this, and a lot of it was on a hunch that there was some decent stuff in there. But it was an educated hunch. I saw a giant bag of accessories. Um, there was a lot, a lot of figures. It was just a lot of extra stuff. The Kinder Eggs were interesting to me. Um, so I was I was comfortable paying the 250 and figured at a minimum I could double my money. But I honestly think this is going to be way closer to a $1,000 pickup than a $500 pickup. And you can lot them up with a Littlest Pet Shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just lot the just whole thing up, put it at auction. One with a done. dog. Uh, let me ask you, does the Polish Star Wars figure come with the uh, screen door accessory for the submarine? <laughs> I think that joke is also around the, the same time that the, these figures were made. Uh, that's my favorite joke ever, and my wife is uh, Polish, so I make it at least twice a day. You're a good husband. Uh, the name of this dinosaur, hold on, the name of this dinosaur, Velocir, V-E-L-O-C-I-R-A-P-T-E-R-Y-X. I, it's from the Chaos Effects line, I don't know, I don't, you look it up, guys. Velociraptor what? It's It, it starts out Velociraptrex. It, the last three letters are R-Y-X. If you search uh, Chaos Effect, it's a very weird looking dinosaur. It's, it looks like it, it's like one that has like the feathers on it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool looking thing. Yeah, I mean. worth about forty bucks. Definitely worth knowing what it is. And why are Kinder eggs still banned in the U.S.? This is a quick uh, search here, Ooh. but it says essentially the law dictates that any food with a non-nutritive object embedded including toys embedded inside confectionery items is not allowed so if those toys were like inside a chocolate egg that's you know, what it is yeah it, you break open the egg and the toy is in there it's still banned in the u.s okay interesting all right that works. they do make kinder eggs but kinder surprise eggs or whatever they're called with the toy inside they'll make the kinder eggs with it's just chocolate that's, oh, I see. So maybe they make ones that are just chocolate and just yeah. a toy, but not the combination. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. 
All right, that means it's time for the flipper bump of the week. This is uh, our favorite thing that we sold or maybe a mistake that we made that we learned uh, something from. Pee-wee, I'm going to give you one of each this week. My flip of the week is this dentist pen and business card holder. Uh, if you remember, it was by H&K Steel Sculptures. You asked me why would I ever pick this up. I was like, I don't know, man. Times are tough. Uh, sold for eighteen ninety five plus shipping. It is not a big sale. Uh, I've probably paid two ninety nine, three ninety nine. There's probably not a lot of money in this thing, but somebody bought this, and <laughs> and this thing. You I'm can't gonna, have this attitude if you decided to buy the thing. I'm gonna. You can't uh, be in shock when it sells. All right, then then I'm I'm adding a word to our lexicon. I'm going to call this a bottom of the binner, which means in okay. my bins, I put this at the bottom cuz I don't think it's going to sell anytime soon. That's fair. Okay. And that's what this thing was and I was so happy to see it go. Here's my bump of the week though. Uh-huh. Um the the place that I the Goodwill that I go to regularly, uh almost on a daily basis. I just realized I've been missing a complete section with hoodies, jackets, and hats <laughs> for years at this point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bump. Bump, <laughs> so, yes. Agreed. Agreed. What about you? Um, I A few weeks ago, I listed a bunch of um, sticker sets that I had um, from, just, I would call them accessories. They go to various like action figures and play sets and vehicles. Um, one of them was a G.I. Joe sticker set from the uh, weapons transport vehicle 1985, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was worried about this one. This was the very last one I listed. I listed it completely separate because I didn't know what to do with it. Um, it sold as soon as I listed it for $42. Wow. But my concern with it is that it was lightly tacky, the top of it. Meaning, if I put anything on top of it, it would that it would stick. It would get stuck to it. And this is a sticker sheet, so if I pull it off, the stickers could easily just come right off. So I had to like babysit this thing when it was when I was processing it. I had to babysit it and make sure it was. You could see it. I put it in my fragile section in my storage system. But then, how do I ship this thing? Right, I couldn't figure out what I was going to do to ship this thing. Because I can't put it in a box and then just wrap it in um, uh, masking paper. Masking paper will stick to it. I couldn't put it in a plastic Ziploc bag because the Ziploc bag will stick to it. What would you do here? I mean, I would give it to you for you to figure out. I have no <laughs> the, clue. Luckily, as soon as I, the guy bought it, he also messaged me and said, Hey, if you don't mind, send this in between two sheets of wax paper or parchment oh, paper. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's... I will do that. I, and yeah. I will do that going forward on anything like that. Um, so, the, I mean, the biggest thing here is that I already got positive feedback on it, meaning that nice. this tacky sticker sheet arrived in one piece and the, the buyer is happy with the way it arrived. Very cool. And now it's time for, well, 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 what do we have here? This may be the last time we ever do this segment, Pee Wee. <laughs> oh. um, segments are quickly dropping off here. That's okay, man. This one is rough. I don't know if I asked you about this two weeks ago or something. Uh, I feel like I asked you about this. Pink King Ken James Jarvis Amos Strategico 3.5 inch minifigure gorilla. I think we talked about this. $107? Yeah, it's it's a rare fit. It, it was rare when I listed it. I'm sure this will be right up there with the Star Wars yellow frisbee that if I look it up okay. right now, which I'm terrified to do, there'll be three of them listed for twelve ninety nine. 
Yeah, um, that, that Frisbee's still $204 or whatever. <laughs> that's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. That's staying right there. <laughs> um, same with this guy. I'm going to keep him at 107 until I feel otherwise. Um, I had a, a, another one of these. I had a black one that wasn't as rare. The pink one is the more rare one, to my understanding. The black one I was able to sell for like 56 bucks. Like, I got a decent amount for it. Okay. This one is like double that, so I don't know if that's going to be possible. But we'll see. I don't know. I've had it for a while. For you... Uh, I, we might have talked about this, but the reason that we may be getting rid of this segment. Have we talked about browning tighteners? Yeah, yeah. I have like 48 of these things or something. Okay. Um, you have just, them listed for $4 plus shipping. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and none have sold. <laughs> Is this something that if you do find a buyer, they're only going to buy one, or would they buy all of them? Do you I know what this thing is? I think they would buy one. I think they would buy one. Wow. wow. Um, it's I, an easy I, listing. It's, I mean... I understand yeah. that. Okay, but listing means nothing. Uh, yeah, we talked about this recently, and it was frustrating then, and it's frustrating now. <laughs> I have these just sitting in my garage. This is when I got all those parts years ago. Uh, this is still from those, you okay. know, the parts and motors and all that kind of stuff. And so it's just been sitting there. Um, last week, I told you what I was going to do. I listed 140 items in January, and then uh, with my remaining items, I was going to take all the stuff that i've had sitting for six months or whatever yeah uh and then end those listings and sell similar and just relist all of them yeah uh and i did that and i i think i have like i think i sold like three or four items of those things that haven't moved which is good enough because i ended up it was like 51 items that i relisted Okay. Three or four. We should have talked about this during your time. I've got. Yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering it right now. Okay, gotcha. And uh, and so like three or four of them sold, and then a bunch more were getting you know watches and stuff like that. And so I was sending out offers, but they weren't selling. Okay. So I am definitely uh, interested in doing that again for the next month, and I would encourage other people to try it the same and let us know if it works with with stuff like that. Like I did everything that I had from before October. So like my items from before October that I had was 51 items, which is 25% of my store. And so like a couple of the things had sold and, and whatever. I mean, maybe it's a big coincidence, but I do kind of think it, it just refreshes everything. You end the listing, you sell similar. And, uh, do you have to do them all individually? No, I just did them all at one time. Really? Uh, yeah, when you so it literally took you like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All yeah, right, was, I might need to do beautiful. that. I might need step by step instructions on how to do that, but I might, I might do that. I even think I did it on the desktop, Pee Wee. I like wow. hooked up a computer <laughs> with a crank or what, however you turn a computer on, <laughs> and uh, and just relisted it. So that's it for the show. Anyway, who cares? Show's over. You want to email us? Too late. But next week, email us <laughs> flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. And don't forget new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube for all the peepers. YouTube.com slash at Flips and Bumps Podcast. Peewee, say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. Don't record podcast. I, 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 it's like uh, we're like gremlins, right? Don't feed gremlins after midnight. Don't record podcast after ten o'clock. This was crazy. Listen Fli- to the Flatliners. See you next week. Flip that turkey.